0: modesto 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 reboot podcast hey there guys this is phasm and you're listening to the modesto reboot podcast on today's episode we have camera one an artist from san francisco who recently uh participated in the phasm creative battle number six um as well as more recently uh doing a mural on Orangeburg Avenue at um, Free Will Baptist, Free Free Will Baptist, Baptist Church. Church. Yeah. Uh, thanks for the assist. Yeah. And uh, you can't miss this mural if you drive by it. It is a giant house of butterfly wings and geometric shapes. So, Camera One, um, you're an artist from San Francisco, and this is a podcast about Modesto. Can you... Uh, before you get into who you are, can you tell us what your ties are to Modesto?
1: Yeah, I mean, I've been coming to Modesto, gosh, it's I feel like it's been like 15 years now, maybe, or so, or longer. Like 2001, 2002. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I've been coming mostly to hang out with you and do graffiti, but more recently, my parents bought a house there. Um, And, you know, are now permanent residents of Modesto. So, I'm there all the time, whether it's to hang out with you or or my family.
0: Cool. Okay, so you're a full-time artist. What does that look like for you? Um, Full-time artist
1: looks... Oh, it's crazy, man. Uh, I always tell people about 75% of my job is not doing art, you know, so... It's a lot of business. It's a lot of, like, meeting with clients and and just rubbing elbows, negotiations, and really pitching ideas. Like, I'm a big dreamer, and I like to think of business also as, like, it it can be creative. So I look at business just the same way I look at my art. Like, how can I approach this artistically, and how can I bring some just really creative, awesome idea to a client? Um, So, yeah, I enjoy that I think as much as actually creating, which is, which is good.
0: Okay. And, uh, what does your immediate family look like? I mean, obviously I know this, but yeah, for yeah. The listeners.
1: I'm, I'm married. I've been married. This year will be 18 years and I'm madly in love with my wife. So it's awesome. Works out. And, um, mm-hmm. I have two kids. Uh, one is 15 and my youngest is about to turn 13.
0: Nice. And you live in San Francisco, mm-hmm. um, just bought a house. I know that, which is yeah. that just sounds crazy coming from Modesto. Yeah, that that anybody could buy a house <laughs> in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: is it is crazy. It was definitely like out of our league. And I, I think one thing about being from San Francisco and being there so long, you create a network of people that do, that just don't want to see you leave. So a lot of people work hard to try to keep each other there. And that was definitely the the case for us. Like, yes, like art has been really good. And um, it's just been an amazing three or four years of art. But also we had a very gracious person in our life um, who was willing to sell us that house and not take a bunch of bids from a bunch of people. So, yeah, it was pretty, pretty amazing.
0: Cool. Uh, So where were you actually born?
1: I was born in Omaha, Nebraska, and um, it's funny because I, in a lot of interviews in San Francisco, I say I'm from San Francisco, and then they'll write that I'm a native. Um, I feel like a native. I've lived there more than anywhere else, you know. I've lived there more than half my life and longer there than anywhere else. I think I've been there since 92. Uh, But, yeah, I was born in Omaha, Nebraska, left Omaha when I was four or five years old, came out to California, lived down on the central coast for about 7 years and then spent most of my life in in San Francisco.
0: So like around high school age?
1: Yeah, w- yeah, like the end of 8th grade I came up. My dad was commuting for a year and then and then I came up to San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So did you you got into did you get into graffiti art when you moved to San Francisco or before?
1: No, it was it was from a young age. So when I was really young in Omaha, um, my cousin PJ, he was like super into the hip hop culture. So he introduced us to like break dancing right away, me and my brother and, you know, just all this, these things that had to do with the culture. Um, and so I knew about graffiti, but I wasn't as interested but at the at the same time I was really interested in art I was always doing art as a kid with my aunt Nancy you know or or my parents Uh, my mom would even like get me um, like shows at coffee shops like in third grade she would hang my my work in coffee shops and things like that and then in 1992 my brother showed me a graffiti magazine Um, yeah sorry yeah 92 was when I got into graffiti so he showed me a magazine, and I was kind of hooked. It was the first time that art went from like a singular object um, with not a lot of emotion or expression to all of a sudden there was this movement all over the wall. And so I think that's when I just really fell in love with, with the art form.
0: Nice. Yeah. yeah. I, I like what you said about your aunt getting you um, shows and stuff like that. And it'll be interesting with these interviews on this Podcast uh, in any profession. I mean, me being a, a visual artist, a mural artist as well. There's, there's just things that, as a kid that that inspire you and push mm-hmm. you to do things um, that you take for granted. I yeah. mean, it, it really does take becoming an adult and looking back at certain things that either somebody said to you or did for you that pushed you and uh, gave you the the confidence uh, yeah. to to go that's what I want to do when when I get older Um, do you have any favorite movies we're gonna go through little the favorites here favorite movies oh my gosh favorite shows
1: favorite uh, I think one of the greatest shows on television was Breaking Bad Um, I'm pretty into that into that show also love Stranger Things Um, movies I, I don't think I have a favorite movie um, but, yeah, definitely uh, Stranger Things is up there in Breaking Bad for sure.
0: What about a movie?
1: I have no idea.
0: I know. That's a I hard one.
1: That's so hard. There's so many so many good ones. But I think genre-wise, I love sci-fi films.
0: Um, so you're a male.
1: Yeah, love sci-fi. <laughs> but I love creative sci-fi. A lot of sci-fi is kind of redundant. So I like when there's like a really interesting twist
0: Oh, I like redundant sci fi. I mean like I'm being serious. Like <laughs> yeah. I don't care. post apocalyptic yeah. stuff like gets yeah. me every time. Oh know? yeah.
1: I love post apocalyptic <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um
0: t- Tell us I okay, so I know you very well, but for the listeners, uh, what are what are some of the places that you've traveled?
1: Oh um well I've been, you know, Mexico anybody that lives in California goes to Mexico that so count. that doesn't really count but uh yeah Mexico South America as well um Belize Guatemala and then we we did some work up in Canada uh London Belgium France Netherlands Australia New Zealand Philippines uh I think do you I mean, have a state count like yeah, I'm about 65% through the United States right
0: now. Okay. Yeah. And it, most of that is for work. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool.
1: Yeah, I travel a ton for work. Um I think that's part of when I when I spoke about like the business side of it and and getting creative there. Um I really don't look for opportunities just in my own city I think there's a lot of opportunity around the world and with social media like the world has gotten smaller so there's much more opportunities to network beyond our scope right now and so I'm I'm having a lot of fun doing that and just kind of figuring out you know that whole side of things
0: okay how about famous people that you've met <laughs> I know.
1: famous people I've met uh uh i mean i with when i did that show that's like as famous as it gets probably like justin bua and lady pink and um ron english um but i don't know i don't think i've met like was the, the football player oh yeah yeah i did some work with uh vernon davis from the forty. he was with the 49ers um he was he's super into art he actually uh gives tons of scholarships away to inner city kids um and sends them to art school and he he did art school and stuff like that so yeah i got to do a project with him um and yeah i don't know there's been you did a book cover oh yeah francine rivers did a book cover for francine rivers uh she was the author of redeeming love which was a big new york bestseller and then everything after that that she wrote became a new york bestseller uh, she's just amazing like she's just such a cool cool lady um and she's just an eccentric artist as well so we you know we had a good time like i taught her how to paint and you know with spray can and stuff like that yeah it was really cool um
0: yeah do you have a a life motto or favorite quote uh yeah yeah i i have a can couple. you share it with us <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> i think
1: one one quote i live by is being created to create and i know that's kind of like a pop, popular one right now but i've always kind of really believed that is like as as humans we were designed to be creative and i think that looks differently for everybody like it doesn't just have to be in the visual arts or dance like i i have um you know my assistant like she's she is creative in the arts, but then she's also creative, like, in spreadsheets and stuff, like, in a world that I just don't understand. So I think people can be creative in their orga- organizational skills and, and those kind of things. And I think when people are in their creativeness, they thrive. Like, they are happier. They bless people more. And I, I just really feel we're designed to be creative. Um, and then I also live by the quote, be the change. Yeah, and I've
0: seen that in your work.
1: Yeah, I put that a ton in my work and it goes, I'm just, it goes
0: along with the butterfly wings that it, you're
1: It does. It does and I think in this day and age there's so many people talking crap online that that don't live out anything they're saying. And mm-hmm. I don't want to be that person. I don't want to I don't want to be that hypocritical even though we're all hypocrites. We all st- struggle with that in some way shape or form but i just want to live my life loving others serving others um and blessing others if i can you know yeah i'm not perfect at it definitely not um but i think it's good if we can actually be the change instead of just pointing the finger and being loud
0: to reboot will be right back
1: This is Joel Boone, father of nine and grandfather to none, and you're listening to the Modesto Reboot Podcast. Yo, what's up, man? This is Joe, a.k.a. Perk's son, your favorite local funky
0: DJ, and you're listening to Modesto Reboot Podcast. And now, back to Modesto Reboot. Um, So let's go to the mural that you did on 10th Street on the side of the Chartreuse Muse. That was uh, back in September 2018, Mm -hmm. last year. And yours had a, I, I thought had a great meaning behind it. And I'd like you to explain that a little bit to, to listeners.
1: Yeah. So I titled that one, she N T, which is kind of cheesy, but I like it. And uh, if you haven't seen the mural for the listeners, it's, it's a woman who is very kind of strong and sassy and her, her face is kind of like dirty and, and she's snarling and uh, but then coming out of the top of her head is like this explosion of idea and color and beauty Um, and and there's a lot of meaning behind that painting but ultimately it's about change and and what's it's kind of a commentary on what's happening with women right now and which I think is a great thing like women are speaking up and there's they're asking for equality, equal pay and and these different types of things. And um so it was a, a painting to support that. Like I kind of I just want to see that happen more. I want to or or I want to see that discussion open up more. So it was a tribute to the woman who is fighting and fighting back or speaking up and wants that equality um in the workplace or doesn't want to have to sit there and be quiet. And, and, you know, she has all these ideas and like, she needs that opportunity, you know, to, to be able to express those ideas or whatever. Um, So it's just kind of a commentary on that. Um, But the glasses, the glasses are, have the frame of the butterflies, which always represent change the rose color. You know, we've heard the term rose colored glasses, like seeing things through a particular lens, but, the whole concept was like changing the way you look through that particular lens. Um, Yeah. So there's, there's a bunch of little, little hidden meanings in there.
0: Very cool. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, um, it's down on 10th street downtown for sure. Go take a look. I, I, I've seen so many people down there just hanging out in that alley. And yeah, it's really cool to see people appreciating that art down there. Okay. So, what is your, what's your favorite thing about Modesto downtown? And I know that's kind of vague, but
1: like I've seen downtown change so much in the last 15 years and you might not see it if you're living there. Cause it's maybe a slow change, Yeah. but being an outsider coming in every few months or whatever, the downtown has changed a lot. And I know that's because of, you know, people like yourself, um, other partnerships who are wanting to see that change down there. Um and I love walking downtown. Like I just feel like there's a really good vibe going on right now. I would love to see more um you know, current type of galleries and more local people starting just cool new businesses and stuff like that downtown. Um it it's starting and I would love to see that thrive e- even more but it's just such a cool spot down there.
0: Yeah, I feel like our downtown is the little downtown that could. And for decades now, I feel like there's people who bleed Modesto downtown and Mm -hmm. they want to see good things happen. And part of that is, part of the appeal of our downtown is Mm -hmm. just that desire. Like the, the fact that it is, missing some things but it doesn't seem impossible so everybody kind of like rooting for it yeah you know there's no there's not a lot of residential there's not a lot of uh, there's no CVS or Walgreens or anything like that Um, there's you know there's key things that are missing down there but I think that's the kind of not a blank canvas but there's open spaces that make people look at it and go man I, I'm, I'm rooting for it, you know, yeah. like people that live in Modesto are rooting for for our downtown. Yeah. And, and it's sometimes, you know, we can get kind of discouraged, but because um, it's not done. and It's not done fast. Um, but. Uh, but I think the key is to kind of like stop and enjoy the process, I guess.
1: Yeah. And I, I would really hope that more people would realize like what's going on with that. Down- downtown because modesto is so spread out, right? And but the thing is I don't I don't think a lot of people realize that like the strip mall like killed small towns. And once these kind of strip malls came in, there was no congregation like in a town square. And so like young people are like, "Well, I'm going to move to the big city because there's no community." You know, a strip mall is designed to go in, you get your stuff from store and you bounce like you just leave whereas all the the way the old cities were designed on the east coast or in europe there's always a town square which creates opportunity and community and so my hope would be that people in modesto realize that there is a need for space like that like community and and people to come together and i think that's why i like downtown so much is it offers that opportunity to be that town square Um, and I'm, I'm hoping like young people start to choose to go down there and, and do things rather than go to that strip mall where they just go in and bounce. But that can only happen if like, yeah, you're right. Like certain stores need to come in and certain things
0: to kind of vibe off each other and, and create the synergy and help it grow. Yeah. I would, I would even go back further and say that, um, the suburbs killed small towns as well that Mm -hmm. and that created that need for the strip mall because when the suburbs were created you've separated middle class and upper class and lower class Mm -hmm. that's what created that wrong side of the tracks mentality and then you had to drive everywhere um Because of the suburbs that, you know, before that, there was, there was a store where you got everything in your community, in your Mm -hmm. walking distance. And then, you know, with that need of driving everywhere, that's where you come have the strip mall and you go get your stuff and then leave. And you don't really know anybody that works at the store. Yeah. There's not, not, not the relationship stuff going on that used to happen. Mm -hmm. All right. Do you have any other hobbies besides mural art i mean that's your career yeah. <laughs> you've, really, you've got a lot i mean
1: <laughs> i i used to i really don't anymore like i used to be into you know playing music and and break dancing and like all all those kind of things and um but once i went into full-time art i became so obsessed with like being successful in that and so I kind of have put away my other hobbies because this is what I'm I'm best at, I think. Um, and I also really, really enjoy it. And the more I learn, the more I realize I there's so much more to learn, which really, really excites me. It's like never-ending. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, it is my career, but this is totally still my hobby. But... Oh, I I love to uh, try to BMX ride. I'm terrible at it. I went to the hospital earlier at the beginning of 2018 because of it. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I like to dabble. I yeah. try. <laughs> well,
0: and you know, I I like I said I've known you for a long time, and you've you've done rap albums. You've <laughs> Can you still do a windmill? I could still,
1: yeah, I could still break dance a little bit. Um, Not like these, man, these new new guys are just
0: insane. But you can play instruments. You, yeah. I mean, like there's, you, you, you've done a lot. And actually, um, you know, right now you're, I, I came and helped you a little bit on your, your tiny house that you have at your, yeah. your house in San Francisco right now. Mm-hmm. So you're doing a little bit of construction. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Um, so let me ask you this. If you could reboot one aspect of Modesto and this will be interesting because you're you're San Francisco um resident mm-hmm. and you're more of a visitor to uh Modesto, but from an outside perspective, if you could reboot if you could see like the most important thing to reboot about Modesto, what, what would that be?
1: I, I think we got into it a little bit, but it would be the downtown and, or pockets of town on like in other sides of town or something like get getting creative. Like some old abandoned warehouse could be the craziest pop-up kitchen of like all these people testing their food trucks or something. And I don't think that could happen without building owners downtown realizing they need to work with young business owners to help them be successful and i think that's one of the reasons like san francisco thrives is you have building owners that want to make sure these business owners can pay their rent so they help set up the business to make sure it's successful you know or the building owner might have a little stake in the business because then they have buy-in and they're you know maybe they lower the rent just to help that person be successful, right? And so I think there has to be this cooperation, the synergy of business owners and young entrepreneurs really getting out there. Um, Another thing that helps, which I don't know if Modesto has this, but in the city, when you have like maybe a blighted area and the city wants to see more foot traffic and things like thrive, the city will decide we'll give you, we're able to give you tax breaks on these businesses in this area. And that's actually allowed in California and I don't know, maybe other states too. But here, like you can do those type of things. And so maybe it's not just business owners and entrepreneurs, but it's um, people in, in government and stuff like that all working together to really, really grow the downtown more or picking like way on the other side of town. Maybe there's like some warehouses that have like a courtyard and you create this vibe
0: over there or something. But I'd really love to see those type of things happen. Yeah. I mean, like, that sounds like something that only happens in San Francisco, but it definitely can happen yeah. in Modesto. And we're seeing some, some things happen like that, but just, it's hard not to want it to, um, happen quicker and, and, you know, yeah, right away. All right, so if um, the listeners want to learn more about you as a muralist, as an artist, um, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, My social media is Camer1SF.
1: So C-A-M-E-R 1-S-F. Number one. Yep. And then uh, my
0: website is Camer1.com. So, yeah, either of those places. Cool. Well, thanks so much for uh, being on the podcast and... Good luck with everything that you're working on, and we hope, uh, yeah, the best success for you. Cool. All right. Thanks Thanks, a lot. Thanks, brother. Follow us on Instagram at Modesto Reboot, as well as Facebook. Look for the group Modesto Reboot. Please subscribe to this podcast and share it with a friend.